To listen to our weekly subscriber-only full-length episodes, make sure to join our Patreon at patreon.com slash datologypod and join my Substack at datologycoach.substack.com. We post two subscriber-only individual episodes each week, one on Substack, the other on Patreon. Happy listening. Datology Coach Podcast. Hi, Sarah. Can I just tell you, right on cue, my cat came over, curled up in this little cat bed next uh-huh. to me. Uh-huh. He's ready to go. Ready to record. Let's do this. Hi, Kamiko. Is it Kamiko? Kamiko is ready. Hi, Kamiko. Luca's asleep, too. Luca was in the hospital this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was fine. Uh, we had to get her. She has some sort of intestinal parasite something, but she's got her magic. I mean, literally like one day of medication and she was. Yeah. She was but- all good. Uh, thank God. So that was that was good. Um, well, you know what they say. Hot girls have stomach problems. That's so right. That's right. Living proof. <laughs> um, I'm deb- Oh yeah. I mean, I might. I might. I might as well talk about it, right? Sure. Okay. I think so. I think so. So you know how? Hey, Sarah. Yeah. You know how last week? Uh huh. I said um, my sister was diagnosed with stage four cancer. I recall that. Yes. Okay. She died yesterday. That's true. <laughs> That's true. And nope. forget, you know, forgive me. Nope. I feel bad. I feel like we're always opening the show with like, <laughs> like on a down note. Uh, forgive me, and and hmm. although I'm I'm not going to say forgive me for not seeming a certain way because everybody right. grieves differently. Yeah, and please understand. And yeah, waves yeah. and yeah, yeah, and please understand. My, the second sister that I've lo- like I've just lost a lot of people. So and and it. A lot of people say, "Oh, you've had so much loss," and it, and I don't think I've, I've had or will have more loss than most people. I think I just have it in a shorter t- window of time. Well, and you're an online person, so it right, right. You know, you have the the option to either acknowledge it or mm-hmm. not, and yeah. then once you acknowledge it, you have to figure out how. And so, yeah, yeah. For a parasocial know, relationship, it may it may seem like a lot, but I think you're right. It's not. I mean, it's not anything that everyone else isn't going to have to deal with eventually. Right. And, you know, <clears throat> I, I'm i always hesitant to talk about this stuff publicly because I never, and this is part of being an avoidant. This is a part of the avoidant <laughs> attachment style is you don't think anybody is going to be able to validate your feelings and so you don't mm. bother. And that is part of why I, I was ha- like, I wasn't saying a lot. Yeah. You know, um, I, I just, I am very, I get very conflicted. Like, oh, I don't want to seem like I'm looking for attention. But at the same time. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I do kind of want a little bit of sympathy. I do kind of want, and that's, sure. and it's okay. You know, there, there's a, there's a line, there's a fine line. And I, and I think from so many years of oversharing, I'm now always very, very aware of that line and, and afraid to cross it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, <laughs> and being an online person is changing and evolving too, right? I mean, the, I don't know, the, the, I just feel like the online atmosphere is changing. How so? Well, like we've, we've talked a lot about the 2010s and how that was like a big era for misogyny. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but it it was misogyny was like all the rage online. Um, now you know we're talking a lot about empaths. We're talking about trauma. 
yeah. uh, informed conversations and you know we're just trying to be better but also i think there comes with that an expectation that people perform things for us in mm-hmm. the way that we expect them to things like grief and remorse or whatever not that you should feel remorse but just for instance um so being an being an extremely online person as you are is just changing and i think the calculus changes right too Right. I should also know, I mean, I like I hope that this would go without saying, but we're talking about this kind of lightly now because A, no one comes to the pod for death. Right. right? And right. and B, like we've we've already had private conversations. Right. Like my only response to this hasn't been, yes, that's true. You know, we've we've talked about this. Right, so. right, right. Yeah. Uh, yes. So let me make I'm that just, very clear. Just putting that out there so, as well. Yeah, Sarah, Sarah's been there. I'm going to say from the beginning. You know, three weeks ago. <laughs> I mean, we're laughing about it, but right. You know, when my sister first told me, she's like, they they saw some uh, something, some sort of something's on the liver. Yeah. And then the minute I heard it, I, and I didn't say this to her, I just I put my hands to my head mm-hmm. and like silently like oh my god p- just panicked yeah and then uh within like then two two weeks later she gets the biopsy and then a few days later she finds out and when i say she didn't actually she didn't find out she had cancer until last monday oh that's interesting yeah, yeah. she didn't find out it wasn't confirmed she, it was confirmed yeah. stage 4 Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be two weeks, two weeks ago tomorrow. Wow. Can you imagine? And I was on the, got on the phone with my other sister. And the the first thing I said to her was, this is going to go fast. And, yeah. and my oldest, and I said that to you, I think I said it in the last show and my sister. Yeah. Said, and again, with my sisters, like, why do you always like that? Why do you do that? They're, they're pretty dismissive. <laughs> they're very dismissive. I must say. Yeah. And um, and I, I just said, well, because her she was retaining a lot of fluid. They were having to drain fluid. And I'm like, that means there's kidney problems. Right. Like that's the kidneys organs are, are pretty important. Kidneys yeah. are pretty important. Right. Uh, and so ultimately what she died of was uh, renal failure. Hmm. Um, my sisters uh, took her off life support Saturday night. They kept me on the phone while they were talking to the doctors about the Mm-hmm. about the decision and um you know this, we came is, to, this is um was this the 30th or the 31st uh the, the, 30, the 31st the 31st so that's also your birthday right yes my birthday <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> I, yeah. why am i laughing at i mean i know well, why I'm i mean what else are you gonna do what else right? are you gonna do and yeah. i actually said to the doctor as he was saying you know we're gonna you know the morphine and the this and the that and I said, can I lighten the moment? Can I just lighten the mood for a second? And, my, and he said, uh, sure. And I said, doctor. And I said to my sisters, <laughs> leave it to Pam to die on one of our birthdays, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was you know, meant to be funny. And my sisters laughed. And I do think to some degree that, that my sister did hold on until January 1st because she didn't want to die on my birthday. And- yeah. My two other sisters had been sitting with her in the in the room, and you know, when they take you off, like you wait, you wait, and it can be minutes right. or it can be days. Yeah, that's something I I think people don't know. Right. Yeah. 
it can be minutes or it can be days. And, um, my two sisters, I call, you know, I called right after they had, you know, taken her off the machines and I said, can you put the, put the phone on speakerphone? And my sister put the phone on the bed next to my sister. Now my sister was not barely conscious. Um, and I said, you know, hi, you know, hi, Pam. I said, um, Pam, I, I love you. And like clear as day without hesitation, not missing a beat. My sister said, love you. And that, that's going to be our final exchange. And I'm extremely grateful for that. And I asked my, my other sister after the fact you know, after my sister had passed, I said, had she been talking to anybody? She said, nope, no. So the idea that my sister with what energy she had yeah would make it a point to to say love you well mm. you were probably the favorite sister you know of let's let's just yeah of her I'm, I'm sure I was <laughs> of, of her yeah. she and I did have she was very yeah she she did have a thing with me I don't it was yeah. felt kind of unhealthy to me but in any case uh, yeah, so that happened on my birthday, mm-hmm. or it happened, mm-hmm. you know, day before January first, and uh, I now have to write the obituary, which I'm kind of struggling yeah. with. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So there's that. So that that's what's going on here. So that's what's going on. <laughs> Happy yep. New Year! Um, yeah. Yay! So moving on. Yeah. And just like that. <laughs> oh, yeah i mean i i think we need to talk about the one and only plot point of this week which is sex in the kitchen sex in the kitchen so as, as far as i'm concerned that's the only thing that happened so miranda uh, and shay and they are uh-huh. determined to make us hate this character shay yeah which i don't i i don't know why i mean why I'm actually not getting that either. Like, I'm not getting that sense. I don't hate Shay at all. Um. Well, it's kind of hard. You you can't help but you, you, I couldn't help but wonder. Um. <laughs> so Miranda and Shay are in Carrie's apartment. Carrie had some hip surgery. Right. And Carrie's like, she's medicated. She's kind of groggy. She needs help going back to the fourth to the bathroom, but she's sleeping. And Miranda and Shay, and for whatever reason, Shay shows up at Carrie's apartment. With tequila. With tequila. Well, because she said that the um, intoxicated Carrie made for a better podcast, which is true. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Uh, and so while Carrie was in and out of consciousness, Miranda and Shay were hooking up in her kitchen and Shay, like, I I don't know. There's really nothing more uncomfortable to me than watching a woman get fingered. I don't know why. I don't know why it just, it wasn't, it wasn't that graphic, but it, you know, was clear that that was the action. Right. Mm -hmm. And Carrie wakes up. Here's the whole thing, you know, right. And due to an unfortunate mirror placement, (laughs) Sees the whole thing. <laughs> Sees the whole thing. And right. so uh, eventually, so, you know, Miranda goes into the bathroom, freshens up, not realizing Carrie well, has seen everything. Well, hang on. Let me stop you right there. Let me stop you right there. <laughs> <laughs> For 
first of all, I love this scene because I feel like this is adequate re- retribution at last for the bullshit bagels. Okay. The bullshit bagels. Okay. Second of all. <laughs> and, you know, everyone knows what we're talking about. Um, yeah. And second of all, I love this scene because Carrie makes a number of decisions at this point that I simply do not understand. She chooses to remain silent, attempt to pee in a bottle mm-hmm. next to her bed, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, like, can't can't really move, she doesn't have the mobility to do this, like, spills the pee, and then just, like, gets enraged about it, even though she said nothing. Mm-hmm. So, I posit to you <laughs> that she had a variety of other better options mm-hmm. that would have been way less cunty for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one would be to just like roll over, pretend you saw nothing, and and just simply call out, make a noise, call out to Miranda. Yeah, prote- yeah. Okay. Option two, if you have to pee, is you know just wait. Right. Just like just, hold it. Just wait like a couple of minutes because like you can hear what's going on. You can hear things wrapping up. Just simply wait. Right. Yeah. But no, yeah. Carrie is Carrie and she is a goddamn child about it. Well, okay. You and I, I think we talked about this recently about um, having sex when someone else is around. It's for sure rude. Absolutely rude. Um, the only reason I am upset with Carrie's response in this case is because Carrie is so blatantly unaware of everything else going on in Miranda's life. Like, she makes Miranda say all of the quiet parts out loud, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Carrie is just screaming at her over this and, and attempting to make her feel guilt and shame. Mm-hmm. And finally, Miranda says, like, I am not happy. Yeah, uh, like, Which, how, like if you're friends, yeah, you should have you should have sensed that. And or, or you, right, exactly. Like you would have either talked about it, or you would know that, or at the very least, you would come to this situation with less judgment. Because <laughs> I don't want to hear a goddamn thing about right, cheating right, from Carrie. From Carrie, Carrie who had sex with her married um, ex-boyfriend in the bed he shared with his wife. And then ate their leftovers. So and let's then, talk about kitchen crimes, Carrie, shall right? we? And just the idea, you know, and you juxtapose that with the scene between her and Samantha when she mm-hmm. tells Samantha that she's she, she's cheating, that she cheated on Aiden. Right. And she's like, you don't want to judge me just a little? And Samantha's like, not my style. Right. And then juxtapose that... <laughs> With the scene where Samantha's blowing the UPS guy, Carrie walks in and reacts like she's just witnessed Samantha committing a murder. (laughs) Murder of a penis. And once again, um, it's a blowjob. It's not that weird. (laughs) It's not that strange, people. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, like Carrie very much still is. Carrie has just been wrapped up in her own world. Yeah. Always has been, always will be. And I do feel bad for Miranda. Like, I don't, of course. I don't like, and I, th- I, but I also think, you know, are they downplaying that because it's two women? Oh, she cheated with a woman, so it doesn't really count. 
Well, I don't think they've really dealt with it yet. So I, and I don't think they will downplay it, but Mm -hmm. I guess we'll see. Right. Um, You know, like Miranda is cheating. Like, let's be clear. That's cheating. Oh yeah, it is. And so for Miranda to cheat after she, she lost, be reconciled because he cheated. Right. After she lost yeah. her shit. Right. Because Steve cheated. What are they doing to our Miranda? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, what are they doing here to this character? And, and, but I will say very glad that they nipped the drinking in the bud and they're, they're probably not going to be taking it to like, Oh, she, now she's an AA or she's going to rehab. It's a, I'm I'm quitting. That's it, and I hope that's the end of that storyline. I don't know. Miranda did take the cake out of the garbage that time. True. That that's that's true. I'm just. I, um, I really hope. I also disliked uh, that angle of Carrie's response too, where she just like accused Miranda of having her drinking be so out of control that she had sex in the kitchen. But once again, like. Read the room, Carrie. Your friend is having sex in your kitchen because she hasn't had sex in 10 years and she's miserable and it's a cry for help. Yeah. It's all all a cry for help from Miranda. Right. She Um, just so desperately wants out of her life and into a new one. It's so clear. mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, I guess, everyone but Carrie. Carrie. (laughs) Everyone but Carrie. And did you notice how they keep doing the... Well, it's been two months since. Well, here I am three months later. Yeah. 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 They're pushing it out as far as possible. <laughs> so right. That so Carrie- that they can resume the right. story. Yeah. Right. So that Carrie can start dating again. Look, I, you know, I said at the top of this, like, we only need to talk about sex in the kitchen, but can we also talk about just the shallow stupidity of Carrie being like, I could pay out of pocket. Oh, for the for the young for the hot physical therapist who for, for I mean, listen, uh, he was kind of hot, uh, and I'm yeah. Come on, man! I don't know. Hated it. Hated it. Yeah, are they going to go that route where it's going to be a younger guy? Uh, are they not? Well, gonna speaking pay- of that, are we going to talk about the age discrepancy between Che and Miranda? Because that's kind of weird to me. Well. Okay, but Che is probably supposed to be mid thirties to late thirties, maybe, maybe. And Miranda is Miranda's like fifty five. Yeah, but okay. Do you know who Sarah Paulson is? I do. Sarah Paulson is has been in a serious relationship with the actress Holland Taylor for like five years. Sarah Paulson is in her early forties. Holland Taylor is in her seventies. Huh. Huh. You know, and like no one ever talks about I'm not about saying it. it's criminal. I'm just saying I don't understand. Right. <laughs> it's weird to me. It's weird to me. And it's interesting that, yeah, we really aren't discussing the dyna- the the age difference. And again, I wonder if it's because it's two women. Well, I think that does remove a lot of, or I guess it could remove any um, discussions around power mm-hmm. differentials. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. you know Sarah Paulson and I don't I don't even know who this other person is. Hall, you said Holland Taylor. Holland Taylor. Okay, I don't know who that is, but she was I, she know, was uh the power to him. <laughs> the law professor in Legally Blonde, 
the red haired. She's like, uh, you know, you're not going to throw away your life over that prick. Oh yeah. Okay. All That's right. her. Yeah. Uh, okay. So she was old 20 years ago. Oh boy. Jesus. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Um, okay. She's probably my uh, yeah, age. Yeah, I don't years know. Ago. It's weird. I don't. It just. It just seems weird, especially. I, I mean, it just seems like there are plenty of women dating women, especially now, mm-hmm. like in twenty twenty one. Seems like you have plenty of variety. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. Let's see. Um, let's see what they do with Miranda. You know, and yeah, Carrie's gonna date, and they need to make these women single again. Yeah. That's what they're doing. They're making the women single again. That's the whole point is people only want to watch. There's only so much they can do with Miranda and Steve. I mean, it's been fucking 20 years. Well, they either need to be single again or they need to do something with the structure they've already created. Right. right. Like you've got Miranda and Steve in Brooklyn. What is what is Steve for? Right. What is Brooklyn for? Right. <laughs> like, I don't get they don't it. need first of all Miranda doesn't need to live in Brooklyn anymore right Brady's about to go off to college mm-hmm. so she can move back to the city if right. she wants to she can right. divorce Steve if she wants to yeah yeah so and I I do like that they added what's his name Anthony to the little group to the brunch yeah to the brunch I do you know although I do have to say I met Mario Cantone once boy was he a dick didn't like him okay didn't like him um well, so let me see. So there's so you're, that. You're telling me he's not acting? <laughs> uh, he's not. He's not acting. Like he's just not. I don't know. I. I don't know. We. You know. We both went to Emerson. We're both from around the same part of Boston. And I. You know. I was at a screening, and I was like, "Oh, you know, I've seen your specials, and I love you. Thanks." I'm like, "All right." You know, it sucks mm-hmm. when Chris Noth is nicer to you. Hmm. It's not. It's, it sucks when the the sexual abuser, the sexual assaulter, <laughs> is nicer to you than you know the guy who isn't. Um, well, that we know of. You know that, who knows that we know of. Uh, okay. Also, I think with celebrities, like it, it really just. I don't know. You got to catch them on a on a good day. I guess. Yeah. To be fair. To be fair. I, I guess. I, I I was disappointed. I was disappointed. That's all. But it also mm-hmm. was thirty years ago. Maybe it's changed. Uh, okay, Sarah. Yeah. First letter. All right. Here we go. Speaking of sex in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get out of a friends with benefits situation. We have been in this dance for over a year and we used to talk to each other every day. I met his parents and was introduced to his kids, which I met more than once. He swears he never introduces anyone to his kids. Mm-hmm. And that led me to think that he wanted more. One day, he flipped the switch and started to push me away. After months without meeting, and I am 100% sure that he was with someone else, he doesn't know that I knew, but I saw them. Uh, And so after months without meeting or even talking, he came back as if nothing happened. Since it's a friends with benefits thing, I went with it and responded as if nothing happened. He wanted to see me, but I had dinner with a good friend of mine and told him that I couldn't. He assumed it was a date. It wasn't. And told me, and I quote, So let me fuck you before you go on your date. Sorry. (laughs) No, that's that's fair. I see I'm becoming Carrie. I'm becoming a prude. Go ahead. Well, no, I think that's fair. Uh, I was kind of in shock. So I just answered, uh, if we're friends with benefits, 
I want a complete sex session, not just a quickie. Plus, I need time to get ready for dinner. So, rain check. I'm not sure if he was trying to establish dominance or was jealous, but after that day, he did start to talk more often. Not every day, as before, though. I went back to sending pictures of his kids and things being more intimate. I know that this is a fuck that guy situation, but I'm lost. Okay, right. well, we're well, not that lost. Not that lost because <laughs> it is, in fact, a fuck that guy situation. It is. <laughs> if, if there ever was one, Sarah. Yeah. And it okay, really is. we're saying this now. 2022. Mm-hmm. Repeat after me, ladies. Is the year of fuck that guy. Yeah. Remember that. Remember that. This guy, um, you weren't friends with benefits, right? Um, well, no. I mean, he wanted, this is, you know, this is classic, like, he wanted his, he wanted to have his cake and eat it too, right? right. He wanted the freedom that comes with FWB. Mm-hmm. He wanted the girlfriend experience. Right. So he does little things like show you pictures of of his kids, introduce you to people. Introduced her yeah. to his kids. Yeah. That's, um. Like, that's next level. Well, it ought to be, but for yeah. him it isn't, which tells me a lot about him as a dad. Yep. Yeah, sure does. Not great, Bob. Not great, Bob. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, it, to me, it sounds like um, the minute she started developing expectations, he hightailed it out of there and then started uh, wasting another woman's time until she developed expectations and then yeah. he, um, and, and she <laughs> called him on his bullshit. And so now he's just fucking ping-ponging back. He's just, yeah. he's just a horny little pinball, uh, yeah. like ping-pong between these women. And um, the whole, why don't I come over and fuck you before your date? We just talked about this. We did. We just talked about this to the point where Sarah was like, didn't we just answer this question? And I was like, no, I thought, that's... yeah, I thought we might have. <laughs> I'm like, no, no. Deja vu. Um, this, that's a very clear case to, at least clear to me of a guy who he, uh, a is insecure and wants to make sure that he still has your interest and attention. Right. Um, yeah. And, and can I, I mean, once you get some distance from this, cause like, I know that you may not see the humor in this now. But when you have a little distance from this, I encourage you to to think again on this and reflect on actually how funny this is that he, this this dude thinks that he's like a master manipulator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when every single thing he's doing is so transparent and desperate. It, yeah. yeah, it's everything. <laughs> exactly. And see, he wanted to make sure that when you went out on that date, you were thinking of him because he wants to make sure you are available at his beck and call. Right. Also, this whole, like, let me have sex with you before your date thing. Like, Stu thinks his penis is really doing something. That's what I, that's but, what I but said. But let me ask you this. Right. Is it? Is it, though? <laughs> is it? Is you know, it doing what he thinks it's doing? Right. Because it doesn't the, seem like it is. What What's the benefit for you? Uh like because sex sex with men isn't a benefit i don't think i mean it certainly can be but it's it's just in this case i think more useful to generalize and say nah most men are not great at it (laughs) right most men are not great at it so yeah he just wants to um keep you around for when uh, you know for when it's convenient for him and you can be well, sure of that, but like he wants to be a little bit scrambled. 
Like, he really needs to feel like he has the upper hand. Yeah. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't he, have it at all. He's a clown. He's an absolute fucking clown. But let me also ask you this. <laughs> <laughs> so, months without meeting. No conversation. He starts to push you away. A couple months go by. You're 100% sure he's with someone else. Because you saw them. Where did you see them? <laughs> Where did you see them? Maybe out and about, Sarah. I I think maybe on social media is where you maybe saw them. Maybe you were you were checking in on. And again, I think you were checking in on him, and that's okay. We've it is okay. It. We've all done it. But again, since this is a fuck that guy situation, like we need to be very clear with him and set boundaries, which include like a full vanishing on your part. Like you need to be inaccessible to him. Yes, because and- he will push the limits for sure 100 percent, 100 percent. uh so yeah fuck that guy uh and thanking you next yeah (laughs) okay here's a letter i got on instagram uh you are always so helpful and i love that you always bring a trauma-informed science-backed approach to your answers thank you for saying that i appreciate it i have a question i met this guy recently on an app and things seem to be going really well we talked a lot of uh, we talked a lot of deeper things like spirituality, kids, politics, and even our own healing journeys. Red flag. Mm, yeah, I was yep. with you up until then. Yep. He seemed very self-aware. We went out to dinner for we went out to dinner for date one, and I felt like we really had a great connection. Day two came a few days later. He came over to watch a movie. We ended up fooling around a bit, but no sex. My boundary. He then went away for a few days for the holidays to see family. I didn't text him because I didn't want to be, want to bother him. Holidays with family can be tough and busy. He texted me three days after he supposedly got back and said while he felt physically attracted to me, he didn't feel there was an emotional connection. It was so bizarre. We had a great connection, but more than that, true emotional connection takes time, no? What do you think? I feel like fooling around with him so quickly turned, I feel like fooling around with him quickly turned him off. Nope, that's not it. No, no, that is, that is not it. Uh, What it is was this guy was looking for quick sex, didn't get it. Put in the work, he thought. Right. And he used all the, all the keywords. Yep. Yep. Because once again, women are vending machines where if you put in enough therapized (laughs) talk, eventually sex comes out. (laughs) And I really, really, really must highlight the part of the letter where she said, we talked a lot about of deeper things like spirituality, kids, politics, and even our own healing journeys he seemed very self-aware okay people okay let's move in close gather around kids because that right there big red flag because what he's doing and this is something i had to say i recorded a tiktok earlier for all these people who think they're empaths you're not a fucking empath you're just mirroring people Mm. that like you're either projecting or you're mirroring when right. it seems like, wow, we're so on the same page. Oh, we both have our own same healing journeys. More than likely that other person is just mirroring you. Yeah. To build, to build intimacy. Yeah. 
to expedite intimacy. Yeah. I mean, this, yeah, this is a guy who, who put in the work, he thought. Mm -hmm. He took a, I mean, he took a better approach than most. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll give him that. Mm -hmm. He's at least trying to um, be what women want him to be, but Mm -hmm. he just clearly got the Cliff's Notes version. Yeah. Um, And also his intent was not pure anyway right which i don't mean in a sexual way but just to say that like he clearly wanted quick sex yes yeah Yeah. be be very very aware and mindful of what mirroring is because again a lot of people are mistaking this for empathy and it's not yeah (laughs) right and some will say well how do you tell the difference um when it comes that quickly it's usually mirroring they're either mirroring you or they have very bad boundaries i mean i would also say you know um to what degree is it mirroring like if they're if they're matching you too closely i would question the sincerity of that absolutely absolutely because you know people talking about their healing journeys uh, that makes that I don't like to say don't do that, but I'm going to say it. Don't do that with someone you don't know. I mean, I think it's as a best practice, you should certainly try not to do it. Right. <laughs> it's just never going to help you. Right. Because to if you overshare in that way. Right. Because if you'll notice, this date followed a very specific pattern. Right. And then he thought he could he could cut the line with date two, right? He right. was like, oh, well, we can do the date at one of our houses because we've already talked about our healing journey. So in right. his mind, he's already put in 70%, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> because once, once more, he is regarding women as vending machines for sex. Yeah. And, you know, kind of like adding somebody on social media, inviting somebody to your home, that's a level of vulnerability that people have to earn. I would think, yeah. You know, not think. only are you putting your physical safety at risk, but when you're home alone and you're talking and you're sharing, the environment itself encourages um, like intimate conversation. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's I mean... Very again, like very transparently obvious why men like dates at one of uh, one of your places, right? Because right. you get to hasten, well, right, because the boyfriend they, experience, and they do it because they know that for women, it's a big deal. Yeah, because of how potentially unsafe they are. Right. So there you go. Now we're at eighty percent. Right, and so guys <laughs> yeah. are like, oh, well. I know how like how women see that. Right. And women view that as, you know, a big step. Right. So Which to them what, it, it isn't because they're never in danger. They're right? never in danger. Yeah. So it's not a big step. Yeah. No. For them. No. But they, they're, they're, they're doing know. it to get sex. Right. They're and also it. there is nothing wrong with wanting to have sex quickly, right? With after one or two dates or even right. no dates. Right. But what is wrong is being duplicitous about it and attempt you know putting on this persona of like oh i'm your i'm your guy in therapy mm-hmm. i'm self-aware it's like it's it's certainly a smarter approach than being a meathead douche but mm-hmm. it's still insincere so, right i right. see you 
We see you, bitches. We I see, see you. what you did there, sir. We're getting smarter about this. We're getting smarter. Yeah, but unfortunately, so are they. I mean, <laughs> I was actually thinking when you were reading that letter, like, oh, this guy, this seems like a guy who might have listened to our podcast, but like, while doing something else. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we well, know it wasn't cleaning. <laughs> it wasn't, probably wasn't cleaning. Yeah. yeah probably wasn't um, journaling his feelings either. But oh, can yeah. we, can we, admit, there is a guy on TikTok. And that, you know, of course, he's an empath. And, you know, men just, you know, they're, they're not journaling. And uh, hold on. I'm, I'm going to get I'm going to get this. Hang okay. on, folks. It's a good one. So I couldn't find it. But <laughs> the guy was right. basically saying, you know, um, men need to become more like, I don't know, emotionally in tune with themselves. And where are all the men who are like, you know, journaling and doing this and doing that. And I just wanted to go, men aren't, men aren't, like, I wouldn't want to date a man who journaled. Um, what is it about journaling that you're feminizing? No. <laughs> I don't understand. No. Well, it, you know, am I? No, I think it's more like uh, that to me. That to me, what I would be concerned about a man doing it is that most men aren't self-aware enough to effectively journal. So I would be like, okay. what is it? Yeah, but that's, I mean, but that's kind of like saying like, well, most people write bad poetry, so they shouldn't. I mean, well, no one's going to read this journal, hopefully. <laughs> so, I, Oh, no. Okay. But I think what it really, what really turns me off to it is, oh, God, is he going to be the type of person that like everything requires like a deep conversation well probably yeah that turns me off yeah okay you know sure it's that, that's what it feels like and he some of his tiktoks i cannot find him and i don't know his username uh, i mean he, he i mean there, there probably is benefit to journaling um for a lot of people but i don't i mean i don't think it's like the only way that men can get better no because uh, i think a lot of people especially the ones who say that they're empaths. Yeah. Um, they're actually quite self-obsessed. Well, yeah. Well, sure. Yeah. We all are. We all are. Well, yeah. Eh. yeah, no, we all are. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I'm going to disagree on that one. I mean, I think we're all, all are to some degree. Yeah. No, do we not agree well, on that yeah. one? Uh, okay. So I'm not really sure where we were going with that. Oh, we were just talking about journaling, but um, it was it was in relation to the guy that thought he had put in like eighty five percent and sex was about to come out. Yeah, <laughs> and then when it didn't, he was like, mm, "Yeah, I just don't think we're a match." I've journaled about it, and yeah, he feels like oh, I already did enough. <laughs> right, right, right. But also, I'm gonna say this: like, if you're gonna fool around with a guy, to most men. There's no difference between like titty sucking <laughs> and sex hmm. and intercourse. There's no difference. So they're just like, I don't get it. They just know that you put him to a test. Right. Exactly. And he, he feels as if he's already passed the test. Right. And now, well, he hasn't. He so. hasn't. <laughs> and you, you can, like, you, you can do whatever you want. Sure. But guys like him. Yeah. are going to see that as like, oh, she's testing me. 
um, right. or oh, like she's super uptight, or they're, they're, that's this is the, like your textbook male feminist dude, right? Right, right. Dude who was like saying all the right things, but none of it sincerely. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Professes all the correct beliefs, but yes. holds none of them sincerely. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I mean, he, yeah, he just—he's just a douchebag. Yeah. Uh, I got Sorry. into it. I got into it this week with there's this one there's this one male creator and this 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 woman stitched him and it's one of those male creators whose entire fucking following is you know straight women and some gay I men. I feel like that's most male creators. It's most but... of the the single male creators for sure. Okay. Um, if that whose if their niche is dating, oh it's, yeah, it's right. to, it's to meet women. Yes. And so some woman like stitched him and she was like, yeah, you know, I don't know, man. Like, I just kind of get the feeling you're a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> so of course, you know, he gets all in his feelings about it and he stitches oh, that he? and he responds and he's like, you know, um, you don't, you don't really know me. And, you know, um, why don't you have, you know, have the have the you know treat people with kindness and you know have the day you deserve which of course resulted in his followers going to her page and just fucking harassing her of course yeah and i was the only person to be like he sucks he knows what he's doing he knows that he's because he see he's that guy who if you reject him he calls you a slut <laughs> but see, he's not saying it. He's letting his followers say it for him. Yeah. Because if he lashes out, if he shows anger, he's going to lose his following. And then right. he can't be Mr. Nice Guy. Right. Yeah. He's not a nice guy. He sent women. Well, I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't even know who you're talking about. I believe you. Like, he's probably not a nice guy. What are the odds? But, <laughs> but at the very least. Isn't there also maybe some value in hearing, like, you come across as a douchebag? Yeah, the amount of people, like, the anger. Because most people don't know how they're collectively perceived. Right, like, dude, <laughs> you know, outside of the middle-aged women that want to fuck you, yeah, um, you'd seem like a douche. You seem like an insincere, sure. disingenuous douche. And that's how I would describe 99% of the, the male, single male creators that talk about dating. Right. And also this guy that this letter writer went on a date with. Right. This is what I mean. Like, they yeah. know. See, these guys know what we're looking for. Yeah, they right? know how to say the right things. They, they just don't know how to pander. be the right things. They know how to pander. Yeah. But there's always going to be those little signs yeah. of yeah. who they really are. Yes. You know? Yep. And like one of them is the, the the mirroring, like the the everything seems too perfect. Like you have almost a, an identical too, perfect too soon, too perfect yeah. too soon, and you know they make themselves vulnerable. Man, that's what these guys do, right? Is there well, right, in a, in a calculated way, <laughs> in a calculated way? Fuck that guy! You yeah. did nothing wrong. Sorry, you beat him. Sorry, he was a douche. Sorry, he sucked. Um, yeah. And be glad you didn't have sex with him because it probably would have been bad. It probably would have been bad. Yeah. Let's just let's just be honest about about that. It probably would have been bad and frustrating cuz again like he probably would have been like doing the right things but like a little bit wrong. <laughs> you know. Uh, yes. Yes, I do. Yeah. Uh okay. Uh so are we thanking you next on that one? Yep. Thanking you next. All right, Sarah. Next one. 
Okay, so I am recently divorced and was separated for a year. I started dating as soon as I got separated, and I have been through many failed situations. I feel like I'm hopping from mini relationship to mini relationship. The minute one thing ends that I thought was something real, I'm on to the next one. How do I stop myself from falling into an exclusive situation after every date? Well, I think the the way to stop this is to figure out why are you doing it. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, there are a lot of reasons why people are serial monogamous. Yeah. You know, it's that they can't be alone. That's usually a big one. Yeah. They can't be alone. (laughs) Or they define themselves by their relationship. Sure. Um, Usually, frankly, and I'm not saying this about you, but in general, something to to consider. Um, One trait that is common among narcissists is that they're they're always in a relationship because they need that constant supply. Validation. They need that constant validation. You know, the relationship provides you with, with validation or it sounds like to me, you don't know how to be single. Um, that's yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a variation of what I was thinking here. Mm -hmm. I, I was going to ask, you know, you don't say how long you were married. Um, but if you are recently divorced, is it possible that everything else feels mini? <laughs> like, what's a mini relationship? Is that is that like three months, six months, two years? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you do say recently divorced, so okay, it's probably not two years. But I think you you get where I'm going with this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're fresh out of a divorce and you're hopping from mini relationship to mini relationship and calling them each a failure. I mean, first of all, that's kind of like what dating is mm-hmm. anyway. Like mm-hmm. most relationships don't last. So if right. you're comparing things to your marriage, maybe don't because, mm-hmm. well, for one thing, it's over, right? Mm-hmm. So like that's not even the paradigm, right, mm-hmm. by which you want to um, compare <laughs> anything else. Um, but yeah, I think maybe it I mean, to me, it sounds like dating just feels weird to you because you were married possibly for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I mean, I think the way to do this is just to have, to have boundaries, the way to keep yourself from, as you say, falling into an exclusive situation after every date. Well, if you don't want to be exclusive, don't ever use that word (laughs) and limit the amount of contact you have. Yeah. Also, you you need to learn, learn to be on your own because the more comfortable you're, it just sounds like you're not comfortable being alone learn how to be comfortable alone and this isn't go- this isn't going to happen because the more comfortable you become with your own company the higher your standards become and you're just yeah. not you're not going to jump into every relationship that is offered to you you're going to say eh, i mean well there's a there's a sentence here that sticks out to me and mm-hmm. i in general i i feel like we don't really have all the information that we maybe could use mm-hmm. <laughs> to answer this question but the standout is, I feel like I'm hopping from many relationship to many relationship, and the minute one thing ends that I thought was something real, I am on to the next one. So does this mean that you are, like, ending things? Because as soon as things get serious, you find some flaw, and you, you hop out? Mm-hmm. Like, what does this really mean? I don't know. Does this mean as soon as you get attached, the relationship implodes and it's over? Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know what yeah, it is. Yeah, is it who's who's ending it? Who's doing what? And you how know? are things ending? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and like, missing what length of time are we actually talking about? Yeah, I mean, if 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 you're going to like date and and keep dating, then just I think just stay aware of I you know I don't want to be in an exclusive relationship. Right. Maybe and the way that, that you avoid that is to <laughs> never say the word exclusive relationship. Well, or yeah, or just state like if, if you're dating online, like not looking to be in anything exclusive. Although that's going to attract the wrong people. Yeah, no, I wouldn't say that. Um, I, I I think we've. I mean, we've said this before. I stand by it. The expectation is you're not exclusive until you say you are. Mm-hmm. With yeah. especially with online dating and people right. that you meet online, so you need to assume that the men you're going out with are casually seeing other people at least at the beginning, mm-hmm. and they should do the same for you. Yes, but also you all should never talk about that. Right, right. <laughs> so as long as you never mention exclusivity mm-hmm. i mean i don't i don't think men are gonna try to rush you into it if they do that's probably a different letter mm-hmm. yeah yeah i agree with what sarah said i think you should just avoid that topic altogether right also- and and even if you're not seeing anyone else just be protective of your time yeah right yeah. carve out four nights a week that you're not going yeah, on like dates. develop some discipline about this. Yeah. You know, don't get don't get um sucked into relationships that are sort of overwhelming and consuming right away. Right. You know, like get involved with someone who takes their time. You know, I've seen this on TikTok and it's so true. The best sign of something healthy is when they treat you like a stranger. Uh-huh. Because you are a stranger. So keep that in mind. When you're first dating somebody, they should be treating you like a stranger, meaning they're care you know, they're they're careful about what they say to you. They're courteous. Courteous. Yep. Um, they're not placing inappropriate expectations on you. Right. You know, right. they're not yeah. treating there you are physical boundaries. <laughs> right. They're not treating right. you like a girlfriend right out of the gate. Yeah. That's the sign. That's, that's a big the, one. That's a big one. Yep. So stay alert, stay disciplined. Um, maybe just don't date. <laughs> just don't date for a while. Well, that is an option. Yeah. I mean, I, I think certainly while you're figuring out what do boundaries look like for you, it might be useful to take a little hiatus from dating. Right. So that you can figure that out. I think, like I said, like four four nights a week that are yours, no mm-hmm. dates. Mm-hmm. That's that's plenty generous. Yes. To I a agree. stranger. I agree. Or a handful of strangers. Right. Again, it doesn't really matter whether you're dating more than one man at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, or woman, doesn't say. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there just needs to be the expectation that you are. And right. that whoever you're seeing doesn't get all of your time. Right. Because your time is valuable. Agreed. Yeah, value your time. Be more disciplined about it. Um but really value your time i think is the real key here right value your time you know yeah well and so what's hard about that though too (laughs) is if you have in the back of your mind okay i'm gonna value my time i think it's it's tempting and also a trap (laughs) (laughs) to fall for these guys that do things to try to hasten intimacy because you might think that that is how you value your time. But it's such a fine balance between 
someone operating at a reasonable pace and also like showing some progression if that's Mm -hmm. what you want like if the if the goal is to end up in a healthy exclusive relationship that is monogamous eventually like you're gonna want to see some progress and not Mm -hmm. just a yeah um like a, a static situation right so so don't fall into that trap either right of thinking that oh if you fall for this like vending machine approach mm-hmm. <laughs> where this this person tries to hasten intimacy with you that you're mm-hmm. that that's how you value your time because it's not it's not all right sarah yeah any final thoughts on the show i think we had some good questions today we, yes yes we did we had some very yeah. good questions good, today good luck out there everybody good luck out there everybody it's 2002 year. year of fuck that guy we're valuing our time we're yes. making statements only absolutely Value our time, statements only. Uh, submit your dating questions. We need those questions. Go to datologycoach.com or uh, send an email to hello at datologycoach.com. Follow me on Instagram, the T H E Kristen, C H R I S T A N M, the Kristen M. Uh, follow us on Instagram for the follow the pod at datologypod. And follow me on TikTok at datologycoach and the datologycoach. You can also follow me on YouTube. Just uh, go to my website uh, or and, or go to any of my social media accounts, click the link in the bio, and it'll say, follow me on YouTube, so you can follow me there. Um, this is the week, the most, the busiest week for dating online. Mm-hmm. The most people are on there because people are making their resolutions. Mm-hmm. Get your master online dating and write the best dating profile ever online course. Polish up your profile. Make sure that you seem emotionally available, learn how to spot somebody who's emotionally available, focus on your core values. It's all in there. Uh, what else? Anything? Nothing? Luca? Love this journey for you. Loving this journey for you people. 2022 year. Fuck that guy. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) 